Our New Testament reading today is from Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 22. And it happened that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul passed through the inland country and came to Ephesus. There he found some disciples, and he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, Into what then were you baptized? And they said, Into John's baptism. And Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began speaking in tongues and prophesying. There were about twelve men in all. And he entered the synagogue and for three months spoke boldly, reasoning and persuading them about the kingdom of God. But when some became stubborn and continued in unbelief, speaking evil of the way before the congregation, he withdrew from them and took the disciples with him, reasoning daily in the hall of Tyrannus. This continued for two years, so that all the residents of Asia heard the word of the Lord, both Jews and Greeks. And God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick, and their diseases left them, and the evil spirits came out of them. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. Seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this. But the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know, and Paul I recognize, but who are you? And the man in whom was the evil spirit leaped on them, mastered all of them, and overpowered them, so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. And this became known to all the residents of Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks. And fear fell upon them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus was extolled. And many of those who were now believers came confessing and divulging their practices, and a number of those who had practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted the value of them and found it came to 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord continued to increase and prevail mightily. Now after these events, Paul resolved in the spirit to pass through Macedonia and Achaia and go to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must also see Rome. And having sent into Macedonia two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Timothy Brand of St. Paul Lutheran Church in Caledonia, Michigan. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of his church. Amen. The text for this morning's homily is Acts chapter 18, verse 1 and verse 11. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth, and he stayed a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the famous Christian apologist G.K. Chesterton, in his noteworthy book, What's Wrong with Man, wrote, All true friendliness begins with fire and food and drink and the recognition of rain or frost. Each human soul has, in a sense, to enact for itself the gigantic humility of the incarnation. Every man must descend into the flesh to meet mankind. That's exactly what the Apostle Paul did in Corinth. He descended into the flesh of that city. Paul was still scratching his head and pondering the amazing things that had just happened in Athens. In just a few weeks, 
at least four hardcore Gentile pagans had become Christians by the power of the Holy Spirit as Paul proclaimed God's law and God's gospel. Paul had descended into the flesh of Athens, as crazy as, as that was, with his plethora of gods and temples. And wow, four new Christians and the church in Athens was born. And now Paul was hoping to do the very same thing in Corinth. But what a city Corinth was. Not only more temples and gods and pagans, but now decadent pagans. Rampant prostitution and licentiousness so extreme in public that Corinth would make Bourbon Street look like Main Street. People all over the Mediterranean world knew what it was, was to sin like a Corinthian. How on earth was Paul supposed to reach people for Christ in that kind of environment? So Paul reverted to his SOP. He went first to the synagogue, but the Jews there opposed him. And with obvious frustration and a little bit of anger, Paul declares, from now on, I will go to the Gentiles. We also know how big our outreach challenges look and how inadequate we flawed and selfish sinners are to meet them. We forget sometimes that it is the Holy Spirit working through God's word that converts and saves, that in spite of ourselves, God is at work. So in a surprising twist, Paul simply goes next door to the synagogue. He enters a Roman's house. He baptizes the head of the house, Crispus, and his whole household, who just happens to be one of the leaders of that synagogue. I can understand why fear then sees Paul there in Corinth. He asks the questions, what was going to happen? Is my life now in danger? Perhaps I should dial this whole Jesus is the Messiah stuff down a bit before I get into some big trouble. And as Jesus does so well, he comforts his servant Paul in a vision. He says, stop being afraid. Rather, speak and do not be silent. I am with you. I have many people in this city. Jesus strengthened Paul's faith that God has chosen people from eternity, that he chose them in the sanctification of the spirit and the belief of the truth. He determined to bless them with faith by bringing them the gospel that Jesus Christ has bought and paid for our forgiveness and that of all people. Paul later wrote to the Corinthians that he wanted to know nothing among them except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So their faith clearly would not rest upon human wisdom, but on divine power. The church in Corinth was born. You see, Paul met the Corinthians right where they were at, but he didn't leave them there. And by the power of the Spirit, working through the gospel, they were brought into the church. And now today, God calls his people to do the same. Meet people where they are, but don't leave them there. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank Pastor Timothy Brand of St. Paul Lutheran Church in Caledonia, Michigan for today's meditation on God's Word. 